When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Hello and welcome to a very, very special, very special episode of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Uh, today I'm talking to Mateus on the line. He's a Real Madrid fan. How you doing, mate? 
I'm doing very well. Excited to uh, join you and uh, hopefully talk and give a more insight of Ligi London Mail. Yeah, I mean, most mostly Bal because we and, and obviously regular on as well because he's that's no no little signing, is he? That's a major signing for Tottenham, and um, you know, uh, but but the, the 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 player that most of us are excited about is obviously the return of Gareth Bale because he has such an important place in all of our hearts. Um, but before we get on to that, um, so so how, how long have you been following the, uh, Real Madrid? How long have you been a, a Real Madrid fan, mate? Well, since I can remember. Uh, um, I would say about uh, 20 to 21 years now. Um, it's, been, it's been great. It's been bad as well. And uh, <laughs> it's a good club Such is to the way. follow. Yeah. Well, we're going to come on to the, the difficulties of, or or, or the uh, how easy it is, or how difficult it is to follow a, a club the size of Real Madrid. You know, the biggest yeah. club in the world, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, yeah, uh, Real Madrid have a history of signing the absolute best players in the world. When Gareth Bale signed for Spurs, what what did you make of the transfer? What was the the talk around the club back back in um, what is it seven years ago now? Seven years, yeah, it's been seven years, and seven years uh, he returns home, as I would say. Um, Bale was uh, received as a superstar um, just with his uh, 98 million euro signing, which was at that time the highest, um, he was the highest transfer. Obviously, Madrid could afford it. Um, he was playing in the alongside Ronaldo, which, you know, it was Ronaldo, Benzema, and Bale, and everyone was. Um, waiting to see that electrifying bail down the down the flank as he was um, in Tottenham, um, mm. so I think he was really well received. Uh, the fans were very excited. Um, everyone was uh, wondering how many not only assists he would have to Ronaldo, but how many goals he would score. Um, and uh, little by little, he he didn't really come through to that 98 million dollar, sorry, 98 million euro signing. Unfortunately, what was the, what was that conversation like between uh, Real Madrid fans? We had Ronaldo, the best player in the world. If you rank him alongside Lionel Messi, you know the the best two players in the world. But both of them play in in Spain, and then you've got Gareth Bale, uh, a Welsh kid. You know, in, in terms of his his elevation to to world level in in football, he was still very young. Um, what was it like? having Gareth Bale arrive at your football club alongside uh, a player in, in, in Ronaldo that we probably will never see again, you know, someone of his ilk. What, yeah. what, what did, was, it, was, it, was the mood that Gareth Bale will replace Ronaldo or they could play together? What, what, how, how did that manifest? Um, I don't think we ever thought they would replace each other. They're very different players. Um, if you really see them uh, individually, um, similar characteristics, but the way they play is very different. Um, I think just with the attitude that Ronaldo has um, versus the attitude Bale has had throughout his career, um, I think everyone was super excited, especially with uh, slowly but surely Real Madrid was um, was overplaying Barcelona. That you know, little by little, they were not overplaying Barcelona, but Barcelona was the pinnacle of football at that time and. Signing Bale, it was another another opportunity for Real Madrid to to beat Barcelona in many ways, and they did. Um, the first year of Bale, he scored, which I think will be remembered as Bale's um, final in Copa del Rey versus Barcelona, going down the flank in the 110th minute. <laughs> 
um, versus Mark Bartra. But I think uh, everyone in as a Real Madrid fan and around groups of fans, they were thinking, you know, we will have arguably two of the top five players in the world at that moment. Um, Bale was coming from an amazing season with Tottenham, uh, playing Champions League, if I'm not incorrect, the, the, the previous year and being the star of yep. Tottenham. And we thought we would have two phenomenal players on the flank, which would give each each player would give Real Madrid 30 to 35 goals. And, you know, we we expected a little more from Bale from the day he got he got in Real Madrid and maybe the pressure was too much for him, maybe. So, I mean, that, that's interesting you say that because um, my next question was going to be about uh, you know, if you if you, could, if you can forget the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. where Bale and, and Zidane obviously had some issues, which we'll come on to as, as well. But the first four seasons, certainly the first two or three, if you look at the stats from from perspective of an, an English club, where perhaps our expectations of our forwards are somewhat less than you'd expect from Ronaldo, that he he actually did did quite well. What what? You know, he won four Champions League trophies. Yeah. Uh, it was in part of a team that won four tra- tra- transfer, uh, Champions League trophies. What what was the reputation of Bale in those first four in- first four seasons? Was it that he is the guy? He does deserve his place in our in our first team, Los Blancos first team, or or was it like maybe he's not as good as we thought he was? Is that where was you at? Um, I think the first season. Um, he wasn't. He was injured in the beginning of his spell at Real Madrid, but he came back from his injury really quickly. Um, he made his debut versus Villarreal a um, month and a half um, with being with Real Madrid, scoring two goals. Um, his first year winning the Copa del Rey and the Champions League. And you got to remember both both in, in both uh, games he scored the arguably the two most important goals of Real Madrid's recent history, because that's what paved Real Madrid to winning so many trophies in the past six, seven years. Um, and the, the next two years were very up and down, not just for Bale, but maybe also in Real Madrid with different coaches. Um, after Ancelotti left, there was uh, three coaches before Zidane established himself. And mm, I don't think Bale... Um, just get playing as well. His injuries, um, he missed over, I believe, 112, uh, was it 112 games that he missed for Real Madrid in his spell mm. in, the, in the past four years. And you were expecting a little more of him. Whenever he was injured, he would go play golf. Whenever he was injured, he would travel with the Welsh national team. So these things, um, it wasn't just uh, in the field anymore. I think it was more his attitude off, off the field, more than the way he would, more than the way he would perform on the field. Um, as you said, the first two three years were phenomenal for Bale. And what, what do you think that break that breakdown in your, the relationship was about then? Because it's clearly he, he's a great player. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. you have to be a, a, like an elite player to play for for Real Madrid yeah. and succeed consistently. And we saw with, with, when Modric left Tottenham and joined Real Madrid, you saw how good a player he he was. And Gareth Bale, perhaps in a, a different situation with a different level of um, accolade that followed him to, mm-hmm. to Real Madrid, 
that that it, 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 you know it, perhaps his path would have been more difficult than Modric was, where he was the yeah, more so metronomic the... midfielder, and or Gareth Bale was expected to do what what Ronaldo had done. Perhaps that that that's the way we took it over yeah. here. But but you know it is. Where, where did that breakdown in the relationship happen? Can you pinpoint a situation where you thought, oh, there is a problem with Gareth Bale right now? Um, I think it was the times where, I think it was Sinadine Sian's second season. Um, so it, should, it would have been 2016, 2017. Um, Bale was getting injured um, quite often. It was all muscle injuries. It was never a big tear. It was always um, mostly his growing in his quad. And he would be injured and he would go play golf, but he couldn't come to practice. Or he would travel with the Wolves national team, regardless if he would play or not. Um, I think the club was not... The, uh, sorry, I feel the club was against that. And Sidan mm. is a player... Uh, sorry, is a coach who handles um, the dressing room very well. I think everyone respects him. And I just don't think that Zidane was was keen on Bale leaving the club mid-season for a month or two to go to England or to or to um, Wales to get recovery whenever he could have done that at Real Madrid. And I don't think he was... He was um, I also ha- actually have information um, close from the from the dressing room, actually, this is through a friend. He, um, Bill was never close to any player. He was very, he would train and he would go. He would train and he would go. He would never bond with any other players. And I think that affects the dressing room in general. And, uh, and Sidan, as I mentioned, he's a coach that wants to have a very close knit. And I don't think Bale was able to, to cut through there. And I think that's the, where the relationship well, kind of went that, down a little bit. So, the, despite him spent, spending seven years there, that, that perhaps he never truly settled. No, I don't. I really don't think so. I don't really think so. Um, it is a false claim that he doesn't know how to speak English because he actually does. Um, Spanish. Maybe it's his. Yes, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right. I understand uh, you speak both. <laughs> he does uh, speak uh, Spanish, even though people say he doesn't. I just don't think he is comfortable enough to do so. However, he was a player which was given a lot of opportunities throughout his years, and he never came through to those opportunities. He never stepped up whenever he needed. Um, but that—that's crazy for you to say. Like honestly, it's like as as a, like I watched I watched Bale score. The, the the probably it probably bettered Zidane's goal in the Champions League final yeah, in that over a kick against Liverpool. But that that's stepping up, isn't it? Yeah, but how often do you do it? That, I think that's whenever you're at arguably the best club in the world, which is Real Madrid, you cannot have one good game and disappear for the next eight, nine, ten games. You can't. Look at Ronaldo's consistency. Look at Sergio Ramos' consistency. Um, look at Marcelo's consistency in the past years. You can argue differently in last season. However, Bale was expected to do that for a next amount of period for seven, eight games in a row, and maybe, you know, um, he had a really bad game today, and then the next seven games he would play great, but it was the opposite. And I think that's what Real Madrid fans didn't really like of Bale. It was his lack of, not of effort, but just he was a bit of a lethargic player at times, most of the time. 
But what happened to the player that left Spurs who was literally on top of the world? I, like, would it would it be that the um, expectation was too high that I, playing at a club the I size of Real Madrid, where he he, he was a, a smaller fish in a big pond, whereas he, he, at Spurs he was the guy. I believe like, so. Yeah. Could, do you think it's that? Yeah. I actually, um, I think it was the other way around. I think he was um, a a big fish in a big pond in Real Madrid, or that's what we were expecting it to be. And yep. I don't think he was able to handle the pressure. I don't think he was able to handle his price tag. Um, he is a professional, I mean, a, a very professional player. He lives for football. He does well. But the little things that you have to do when you come to the biggest club in the world, which whatever you do is going to be a topic of conversation no matter what it is, I think you have to be very careful on how you tread the waters off and on the field. And I think his, he doesn't have the attitude to hold that pressure that was amounted towards him. So, so coming back to a club like Tottenham where he, um, and th- there's a massive expectation for him to turn our fortunes around, but perhaps returning to a smaller pond, so, certainly we aren't the, the, um, the goldfish bowl that, that Real Madrid is. You understand that yeah, the expression that goldfish yeah, bowl. So, yeah, so he isn't a fish in a goldfish pool, uh, goldfish pond anymore. But he perhaps will find it easier playing. Do you know what? I'm not sure he will. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there will be any less pressure right now because he's coming back to to a club that needs him. And um, and all of the media's attention will be on him for the first few weeks. But the difference between perhaps the media in in Spain and England is that that all of the big stories fade into uh, a grey normality, uh, and and the next story comes along, and it, either he will play well for Spurs or he won't. But it, the story will fade. Look, I think he will. I think he, whenever he's at his top, I would say he's a top five player in the world to be honest with you but I think he needs the freedom um, to to just be able to perform at his at his own will I don't think he needs a coach that will pressure him and pressure him and pressure him which I am very intrigued to see how the Mourinho and Bale relationship is going to be because Mourinho mm. is, a, is a coach that demands a lot from the players and don't get me wrong I'm not saying Bale is not capable of doing it I believe he is and I wish he would, I really wish he would stay at Real Madrid and I really wish he would perform at his top. But at 31 years old, about to be 32 in, well, in a year, also the Mourinho tactics playing at a counterattack, it's his game. Real Madrid yeah. doesn't play at the counterattack anymore. They don't do that. Bale needs the space. Bale needs the long balls in front of him. Um... And right now there is a lot of, I don't think there is as much pressure as the media is saying, you know, Bale's coming back home or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's going to be the topic of conversations for a couple of weeks, but I think he will, I think he'll be able to perform. Um, he's at a club which he feels comfortable um, in, a, in a country which he knows very well and a country which he is really well respected. I think that is important for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I feel like that. I feel like he needs to be, um, he needs to be so, so, um, supported. Pampered in a way. 
pampered and moddycoddled. You know, in, it's essentially about giving him the most comfortable surroundings where he doesn't have to worry about the pressure of of, of being booed potentially by the Real Madrid fans. Yeah. And uh, in the press in the UK, we, we saw Real Madrid fans throwing shoes at his car as he, he drove away from um, from the Bernabeu. Uh, he, he perhaps he won't. He definitely won't have to deal with that. I mean, there, there won't be that decision. But just just an anecdote to that. Spur, uh, Bow in his early career at Tottenham, uh, Spurs fans uh, were, were completely divided, completely divided about him. They weren't sure about him at all. And then it just happened to be that he was he, he grew into being one of the best players that we've uh, we've we've had certainly in the Premier League era. Um, Absolutely. What, 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 what would you say his best style is at uh, at Madrid? What you saw is it play on the left? Is it on the right? What, I think it's on the left. Should he play up top? On the left? Yeah, I believe so. Even though um, his agent and himself were asking Zidane if he could play as a number ten or as a free role, but I just don't see him there. I think um, before he came to Madrid, he was at Tottenham. Um, he was playing on the flank as well, coming inside from his left to his right, which is um, a bit apathetic from a left player footed sorry from a left footed player um i think he'll do really well on the left however in tottenham i do not know what style of changes will in sorry in the lineup will Mourinho change i don't know who the top three will be when Dele Alli gets fully fit um so no, it, will be, it, it will be Kane uh Son on the left and Bao on the right i'd imagine i can't i can't imagine Son moving from his position right so you just get a player um, you know, obviously, you guys didn't really pay much besides half his wages, but you get a player which his his um, most of his career he's liked to play on the left. Real Madrid, he played his best games whenever Ronaldo wasn't on the pitch, and he would play on the left. And Ronaldo would typically play on the left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To cut in. Oh, maybe. To cut in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Bale's best performances throughout his 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 time at Real Madrid was on the left. Is this not just about that? Magical goal he scored. Was it, it was it in the Copa del Rey. Yeah, when yeah, he yeah. he ran outside of the pitch and then onto it again. Yeah, is this yeah. is it not just like a, like moments that that you remember, or is it genuinely he, he he was much better on the left because the Spurs fans you won't notice, but the Spurs fans would they, we had a song from him for him when he played under our previous manager Harry Redknapp, and it was uh, uh, Gareth Bale. He plays on the left. Uh, because they he, he kept trying to bring him in as a free role on number 10. And mm-hmm. Spurs fans, all of us were, were saying, no, he's a left winger. As it turned out, that we we didn't know anything, really. But <laughs> I, I truly think his best performances came uh, from him playing on the left flank, even though at Real Madrid he played, uh, was it 181 games? Uh, and if you think about it, that's not much in seven years. But most of his games he played... Um, on the right, even though uh, there was days that he would perform really well, and other days that he would just perform not to his not up to his level. However, whenever he played on the left, he you know he was always a player who would go one on one. He would use his speed, he would use his strength, and he's a he's a very technical player who can cross the ball. And obviously, if you put him on the right side, you he'll have to cut through. Now it's very. Um, very obvious what everything that he will do, you know. So um, I really think that if he gets to play on the left, I think that's where Bale will explode his potential. 
what uh, are there any is there any section of the Real Madrid fan base that wish Gareth Bale well, or, or is the relationship completely broken? I'm one of them. I am one of them that uh, wishes him the best. I think he did a lot for us at the club, um, and I believe I think it's um, I think it's fifty. I wouldn't say fifty. Yeah, I would say fifty-fifty. As a matter of fact, talking to a lot of friends of mine. Um, we don't we don't really want to see a player leave the way he did. Um, we don't want to see a player of his caliber um, not performing the way he should be. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to have a player who's just going to just ride the year. And if he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, he does. He doesn't. You know, we don't want a player who's indifferent. We want a player who has a lot of character. If he doesn't play, he speaks up. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you have to do if you really want to play. You cannot just be very apathetic about the situation. No, you can't be apathetic. You can't be indifferent. You have to, from from a fan's perspective, you want to see a player who gives gives a shit. Who, yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah. Who, who, that is, yeah. That's the word I was trying to use. <laughs> yeah, you want you want you want to see your your players playing for your football club, and 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 we hope, and and you can understand. Surely, uh, surely you can understand how excited Spurs fans are right now. The fact that he he. He when he left us was incredible. He went to Real Madrid. He won four trophies. Mm-hmm. Well, he won six, well, four Champions six, Leagues, but more two than... league tro- two league trophies. Uh, is it one Copa del Rey or two? Uh, it was two, one Copa del Rey, I believe. So, but he's successful over his period. Uh, certainly, the first four or five years, very very successful. So, and, and scored important goals. So you can see why we would be excited by it but you're right if it doesn't matter how good a player is and we've all we've said it on on the fighting cop podcast before is when when Bal was leaving or when Modric especially Modric was if this player doesn't want to play for our football club no matter how good he is you 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 have to accept the fact that this is never going to work and and to to a certain extent you put two fingers up to that player and say all right well if you don't want to play for Tottenham Hotspur or Real Madrid then uh, you can get to fuck is what we would say um but but um but but it, you know it is what it is and we we are we are we are very excited to have him back it's a it's a magical day uh for spurs fans um i think if anyone has a modicum of um circumspect or or, or can appreciate how football has gone and, and bringing back major players that there isn't there's a level of how well is this going to go for us? But in this moment, you you know you're the hero return sort of thing. But I want to move on to um, to the left back that we signed from you guys, uh, widely touted as um, as an excellent excellent prospect, mm-hmm. an excellent player. Regular only had a great great uh, season at Sevilla. Um, what 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 are we buying there, and why have you let him go? Um, I think the second question is easiest to respond um i just don't think sidan likes him i think sidan if you've noticed whenever he returned marcelo was you know this was the speculation here in spain marcelo was a bad player cross was done modric was old um benzema didn't work um casemiro didn't have a replacement so he wasn't good carvajal didn't have a replacement so he wasn't good and when Zidane came back, Marcelo all of a sudden was good. Isco all of a sudden was good. Modric had another great year. Kroos had arguably his best year passing accuracy rate. Um, mm. So what I'm trying to say with this is that Zidane 
is married to some players. Um, that's what we say in Spain. Um, your coaches get married to some players. Yeah, he we understand. Them. We have that. Yeah. Um, he trusts them. He's won multiple trophies. I mean, four champions. Yeah, four champions leagues with them, or three. Sorry, um, and he doesn't. I believe he's a coach who has his tactics, his way of playing, and he will not change. You could see that in the Manchester City versus Real Madrid game. You had young players who could do something more than probably better than Hazard, and he didn't really trust the young players. And Regulon, he's a uh, I, uh, if I'm not incorrect, he's 22 years, 23 years old. Electrifying, very, 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 very vertical player. Very well uh, defending. But he's not as technical as Marcelo is. He doesn't have that um, offensive mentality as Marcelo has either. So I think um, the easiest question to answer is, why isn't he playing? Zidane doesn't like his style of play. And the player you guys are getting is a player who who's uh, through and through a very passionate footballer. Um, he's an uh, electrifying left-back, extremely fast, extremely quick, very simple. He knows what he can and what can't do. Um, he played just this season at Sevilla. He played 31 games at Sevilla. That is a lot for a player who was on loan at 22 mm. years of age. At a, and he also won the Europa League as a starter, yeah. playing... If I'm not, if I'm not incorrect, all of the games, most of the games. I mean, the the, uh, the Real Madrid have insisted on a buyback clause, so if yeah. the, I think there's a minimum fee buyback, and I believe it's anyone, 10, I believe it's ten more than what you guys bought him for. If I'm not incorrect. Ah, uh, okay. So Nailed from him. from our perspective, it'll be forty-five million euros, yeah. and we bought him for twenty-three million pounds, so probably about ten million. Yeah. So if if we're in a situation a year from now where he has absolutely torn it up and his value doubles and you'll be able to buy him for 10 million more, do, do you think, like, like on a business side of things, if you're Daniel Levy, and this isn't something he typically does, which is surprising that we we uh, he agreed to this and we've got him in because um, Man United were in, in conversations with Real Madrid as well and they weren't willing to accept it. But do you think that that what we're giving away in a potential transfer uh, uh, value in the next two years is worth that, that risk. Is it worth bringing him in? Will, will he, will he, um, do you think he will, will, will bring something to the side? Um, I believe so. Yeah. I believe he will bring a lot to the side, not just something. I think he will bring, you know, Tottenham hasn't really signed many players in the past two years, if I'm not incorrect. I mean, they've, you, no, you're right, you're right. You guys signed the Dutch player, uh, Bergwin. Um, uh, Bergwin, we signed Lo Celso and, and Dombele. And then since then, we signed a couple of players, like low-key players from, from the domestic league. Right, but in Do- I mean, Doherty, Doherty and, yeah. And, and Hoybier. Big but, Arsenal fan. But, <laughs> well, well the, you, need, you didn't, need to, didn't need to say that. So it's, <laughs> that's fine. Let's carry on with the conversation. <laughs> um I, I, but I believe that Regulon gets his chances. He will, um, he will give a lot of depth to the squad. Not sorry, not just depth to the squad, but he will give depth in the field towards on the left flank. Um, he will have to get accustomed to a very very physical league. He is indeed a very physical player. I don't know if you remember um, the Clásico of two thousand eighteen two thousand nineteen when Real Madrid lost the league. Um, mm-hmm. Regulon 
ended up crying and ended up in a fight with Messi and Suarez. You know, he's a player that doesn't doesn't isn't scared doesn't really scare away from a tackle nor so what yeah what what what's his mentality because i didn't know that i didn't know that he would get into that so he was so upset he was so emotionally involved that 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 he he got into a a situation with two of the biggest players in the world yeah yeah yeah. i mean uh, what was the reaction from the real madrid fans when they saw that everyone loved it i remember i was at the at the bernabeu at that time it was actually my second classica and uh, everyone it was uh, 89th minute I believe and Reguilon went really hard on Messi on a tackle and he got a yellow card everyone loved it but everyone even loved even more that we everyone got up I remember everyone got up their seats whenever Reguilon got face to face to Messi and Suarez came in and he never you know he never backed away he went face to face with Suarez and then Ramos came and kind of settled the situation but he's a player that will not scare away from from any player he's a very passionate footballer um you see him you know he's very skinny um i would say i would say he's not even that you know he's not that tall of a player i would say maybe he's like 178 179 but he's uh he's a player that will not scare away from anything or anyone i believe so so you think he might when we when we play play arsenal in the north london derby that he might smash a bamyang is that what you're saying uh, honestly, I hope so. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not a big Arsenal fan, to be honest with you. To be honest with no, you, who, I am. Who is? Since, more, since Pochettino has been in, in Tottenham, I have been a Tottenham follower, let's say. Yeah, because he, he's not a big fan of uh, Barcelona. You played for Espanyol. Yeah, and, uh, but it wasn't that. He... I just think it was, you know, he was a coach that really gave players an opportunity and what he made of Spurs. I think with what we with what he had, not many coaches would have been able to. Okay, fair enough. All right. So the final question I've got for you, uh, and this isn't about Bal or Reguilon, is, uh, is is what's it like following a club like Real Madrid? Like it must be incredible, like, or, or is that the pressure of being um, like the best? The pressure to be to win all the time. Does it make every game uncomfortable? Like you just sit back and enjoy the wonderful players that you get to watch. I wish you could just sit and enjoy every game, but you can't, as you said, you know, following and being a big fan and being part of a fan club, um, of a Real Madrid fan club in Barcelona. Um, you just don't get to enjoy the games as much as you'd think. There is a lot of pressure and, you know, uh, you're winning 1-0 and all of a sudden, a small team scores, you tied 75, 75th minute. You always get scrutinized no matter what Real Madrid does, good or bad. Um, oh, you're a Madrid supporter because it's easy. Oh, you're a Madrid supporter because uh, the, the Galacticos or Champions League titles. So Yeah, but that's the cross you bear. That like that's the cross you bear, Mateus. You have to you have to accept that. <laughs> it's like the, the, you know the comparison in England, mate, it would be there are lots of Man United fans mm-hmm. that live in London. And 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 any 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 uh, whenever you talk to a fan, like you talk to someone you don't know, you know, do you like football? Yeah, yeah. Who do you support? Man United. Unfortunately, when you hear that, you're like, you cringe. You to, well, not cringe, but you, you just think, oh, you, you know, you've gone because of class of '92, because of the Champions League, Champions League winning side. It may be that your dad or your your family or your heritage comes from Madrid or comes from. From Manchester, Actually, but you don't get that dad, grace either. My dad is a massive Barcelona supporter, and he's he's been a member 
of Barcelona since. <laughs> I bet he loves you. I bet he absolutely <laughs> loves you. <laughs> Outside of football, he does indeed. He's been a member of Barcelona <laughs> since uh, how many years now? For 52 years now, since he was 18. Wow. And most of my family is a, a Barcelona fan. They lived in Barcelona for a long time. And I remember my first match that I remember from Real Madrid. It was, um, I do not know if you remember, but whenever Mihatovic scored the goal in Amsterdam versus Juventus in the Champions League final of 1998. I can't recall it, but I can, I, I kind of have vague, vague images of it. He was offside. I'll give you that. <laughs> VAR wasn't implemented at that time. <laughs> uh, so, what's it like? Do you, do you, do you, do you walk around in a Los Blancos shirt in in Barcelona? Especially whenever um, Roma or Juventus or Atletico de Madrid or Liverpool or Bayern Munich beats Barcelona, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. What, what about the, What about when um, when we drew at the Camp Nou? Uh, I don't know if you remember this in the last year before we we, we went on to the Champions oh, right. League final. We, um, we, need, we needed a draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And did right. you wear the shirt that day? I did not. Just say you did. No, I did just say not. you did. Just say you did, though. Um, I'm fine. I did. I did indeed. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Mateus, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really interesting to find out what you thought about Gareth Bale, and obviously this is a a special day for for Tottenham fans because it's not just about football. It's about the poetry of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the idea of of the the, the the hero that comes home and, and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if he's going to be any good, but for just for today, the next week or so, we're going to enjoy it. Um, but thank you so much, mate. It's been, uh, it's been eye opening and, and really interesting. And thank you so much for giving us your time. No, thank you for having me and uh, good luck with Bale and the rest of your season. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.